Welcome to Jewish History with Rabbi David Katz, connecting the human side to Jewish history. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com. Hi, it's Wednesday night, and I'm going to do the uh, tefillah podcast for this week because it's uh, got a certain twist on there. And uh, while I have the time, uh, before I have to get cut ready for college stuff, as always, sponsored by Mishpacha Stefanski. Uh, and now let me get right into it. Uh, what I want to talk about is the Putin we're going to say in the second day of Pesach. And before you roll your eyes, uh, I realize that not everybody's into Putin and all the rest. But on the other hand, I'm happy to say that I get many emails back from people who who do listen and do appreciate it, including uh, Yo Vilan, my former student who has his own website, who wrote something about what we did last time about the Piyun on uh, Paraduma. But this one's a little bit lumpish, tiny bit. So let me get right into it. Um, the uh, in my show and in those shows that do so you see a, you don't see a Piyun on the first day of Pesach uh, they expect to be totally wiped out but the second day of Pesach there are uh, little Piyutim in the Chazar Sashats of the, of the Shachris and there's a very famous one as you'll see in a second uh, I find interesting I like them all but I mean I realize I'm weird in that but nevertheless even if in your shoulder you don't do so but it could you could do worse than being familiar with some of the classic work of Elazar Kaliri, who's our number one liturgical poet in uh, Judaism. And uh, you'll see, this is, has to do with Tosis. So in the Chazar's fast second day, he has a poem, as he often do, about the Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. And it's very nice. It's very elusive, as in the Kaliri style, it's full of olive bay stuff and things like that. Moreover... It has a couple of very beautiful ideas, uh, complex, and he starts by saying "Asir uh, Shishato." So this is based on the famous um, uh, what is it in in, in Mishlei? Elhi Moshe Bichin and Baisa Motzi Asir Bakosha Rose. That sometimes God uh, takes those who are trapped in chains and liberates them. Motzi Asir Bakosha Rose. He releases those who are trapped in chains. Well, that was the Jewish people in Egypt, you know. So Assyrian, those who were prisoners, trapped, Shabakosha Shishato, who were um, trapped in in um, in chains. But of course, it has that double entendre, which is the specialty of our poet of Kaliri. Kosher also sounds like Bishasa Kosher. So in other words, when the right moment came, Ba'anam. Uh, now, what do you mean the right moment came? Actually, the right moment did not come. He's well aware of the fact that they got out early. The Jews. So he says, it's very nice. He says, When the right moment came and you wanted to liberate them, kosher being a double word, shishata, uh, you want to have fun with them, but anam, anam is Egypt. Anamim lo tushim lo mim, remember in Breshis it talks about anam being Egypt. Shuat's konam shishata, you heard the cry of their of their tfilos. So that's the story that they were going to be for 400 years, but then they cry out, and all that, and he gets him out. Um, so 
you know, this is what the Python is, is referring to. But then he says like this, it's rather daring. Goy velohov yachad hoshaito. You saved the nation and its God. Huh? Dilakto kates vitam noshaito. You jumped over the kates, which means you you made them get out 200 years early, right? That's, that's um, you know, uh, what's the right uh, sentence? Uh, and the Chazal say that, that, that jumping over the mountains is a reference to um, getting them out early. So, you got them out early, and you were saved with it. So, what do you have over here? Here you have the first reference, now let's put it this way, the first appearance of this phenomenon called Golos Ashrina. Golos Ashrina. Uh, which is a mystical term, but it's in the Talmud, it's not in the Kabbalistic literature. By that I mean it is in the Kabbalistic literature, but it's also in the in the Talmudic literature. <clears throat> There's a famous note of Yehuda, and the Rambam and Mernavuchim, others have to deal with the problem of of uh, how can the Shechina be in Golos, when the Shechina is not physical and so forth. And uh, the reason they deal with that is, I'll say it again, even the Mernavuchim place like that, because it is mentioned in the Talmud. It's mentioned in the Gemara. So that means it's something that you have to, uh, you know, t- uh, figure out what the Pshat is. Now the Rambam, not surprisingly, will say something along the lines that uh, the Shechina is, cre- is not God. Uh, God created the Shechina as a, some kind of an or. In other words, that by him it means like a, a non-physical but existent thing. It does exist. Um... Precisely how it exists metaphysically within the physical world is is complicated. That's why it's mystical. If it makes no sense, but you assert it's real anyway, then you're talking about a mystical reality. So the Shechina would be something that's uh, metaphysical, but nevertheless is perceivable in the physical world somehow. Uh, that's how the Rambam more or less would put it. Um, the Nota Behuda very famously, and in the 18th century others, uh, 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 and so forth. They they talk about Golos Hashchina being a certain Hanhaga. Get it? That way you don't have to say the Shechina is actually in Golos. But nevertheless, you do have Psukim which say, not You say that in your Hoshainis. Um, so in other words, it's referring to the Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So it's not just Vahutsesi Eschem. I took you out of Egypt, but who'd say him? I was taken out with you. And that means that when Kalal Yisrael is in Golis, Hashem is also in Golis in some fashion. Okay? And what this beautifully implies, because the guy is a poet, after all. The guy is a poet. What it implies, of course, is that one of the reasons they get out is Hashem couldn't stand the Golis anymore either. <laughs> you get it? No, it's not only the Bnei Yisrael couldn't take it, Hashem couldn't take it away. Look, shine with this Egypt junk. Let's get out of here. You see? And so he says, When you heard all this, the right moment in, in, in Egypt, you listened to the cry of their Tzakon, which is a fancy word for Tefillah. And you saved the Goy Velohov. Now, the Goy and it's the nation and its God. The one you mean you saved the, the nation that's God. 
This is a very complex uh, uh, philosophical idea. As I said before, anything you define as God isn't God. So when we talk about the Shekhinah and HaKadosh Baruch Hu and all this sort of thing, none of those are actually God. Those are names that he gave us to use. You you see what I'm saying, right? There's names he gave us to use. This is complex. So uh, Elokim, Elokei Yisrael, is not Hashem. It's a name he gave us to use to refer to him in some way or or another, this is all in Marnabukim. And when the time came, you, Hoshaito, you saved the nation and its Elohim. In other words, Hashem, but the, the, the aspect of God that the people could perceive. Okay? And uh, I hope you get that. It's very deep, but give it some thought. They followed you in the desert like a behemoth. That's a funny expression, right? That's a funny expression. Uh, but it means, you know, they follow you blindly. But Sarem he mounted with Shilashmuhumma. And those who uh, tortured them, he mounted with you mamish messed them over, as you know, you know, with a threefold uh, panic. Zoma Besamakas um And they they were hit with ten plagues, Baafachema, Khanunecha, and you know, well let's put it this way, you showed favor in to the Jewish people. Term Chumsa Charora, Chumsa Lasses Bekishar. That's very, very cute. Before the Charora, remember Oni Hambapa Charora, before the roll could become Chumets. This is a reference, of course, to the fact that Matzah happened because below Yachlula Hitzamamea. So Term Chumsa Charora, Chumsa Lasses Bekishar. They were did Chipazon. They got out, Bekishar at the right time. Yatzel Kates, Rots Drawer. And of Yatsulakates, and they went forth uh, uh what do you call it for the end, meaning the time that you told Avram would be the end. Dode, that's the beautiful one, Rachlishar. But to give him, you know, like the to the, the day that Avram served the Malochim the, the, the nice meat for the chura for a present. Because we all say, as we all know. That when the three angels came to Abraham, it was a Pesach, because he says, you know, matzahs and all that. Um, Elot, you know. Kivanta b'chein b'chag b'avosas k'shor. And therefore, you told everybody that on this holiday, chag b'avosas k'shor, you should tie up the, you know, um, uh, the animal. L'hagos b'avokets erkin yinshor. So that... Uh, the way we keep up the connection with the animal today, when we don't have basic mix, is because we say, sure, okay, okay, so it's you know, the, the laning, uh, and so forth and so on. Now, here's what I wanted to get to. Um, these poems of Kaliri are long and were designed to be interspersed between the first three uh, brachas. So, in other words, and then you pick up after It's not a different poem. It was meant by Kaliri to be inserted the second stanza, you know, between Now here's the point. Uh, when you say that second stanza, so you say, Oh, How powerful are your miracles. You, you uh, wave your your, uh, those who you uh, have have tried, meaning who had an Isayan, 
you waved him, you know, in Abraham type fashion. And so on and so forth. Now, here's the thing. You said, right? Listen, listen closely. Give me your, remember, you know, says reference to the ear. Incline your ear and don't sin. So be careful over here, right? That you want I want you to burn the um, idols of Egypt. Now, how do you burn the idols of Egypt? How do you burn the When were the Jewish people told to burn the idols of Egypt? Well, stupid, when they burned the Karm Pesach. <laughs> you get it? That was when you roast the Karm Pesach. That's the God of Egypt. So, Psyli Porchim, they're idols that they that they worshipped. Okay? Uh, you want them to be Lahat. <laughs> you see, you want you want to burn, right? You want to burn the idols of the. We forget this. You, you understand? We think you know it was roasting, and we know it was the god of Egypt. By the Goyim, this is what he called. By the Goyim, it's it's <laughs> it was burning their gods. Now, so la pesach mishkushachtu. Therefore, I told you. You know, Mishchu b'kuchul chamsom shachta pesach. But he says something over here very interesting. Sadku osa v'yesbeno v'yom echad baltishchato. Nevertheless, sadku v'yesima give give righteousness. Well, I'll explain what that means in a second. To osa v'yesbeno v'yom echad baltishchato, which means still. And the article didn't translate it correctly. Tzadkos Yom give precedence to Osev Esvenobiyom Echad which means halachically, don't use for Karm Pesach and Osev Esvenob. You know what I mean? Those if they killed a parent in the morning, you can't use the the, the baby for a, uh, for Karm Pesach or vice versa. Even though Karm Pesach is a mitzvah says and you know. Uh, it's a biggie, and it's one of the only two mitzvahs Bukharis, you know, and um, you know the only karm pesach amila as we all know. So one would think possibly that that would be doicha the losase uh, of osas beno losish l'dubiyam echad. Alpha became it's not so. Uh, you can't do an Osef Espino. That's just interesting. Now, I'll be honest with you. I said to myself, hmm, you know, really? Uh, is that true? I said, you know, I'll look up at the Rambam. I assume he kind of knows what he's talking about, Kaliri. And so if he says, Tzadku Osef Espino, Biyom Al-Teshchato, you know, then don't do it. And he even goes on to say, Mach Rachamenu. The reason you tell us is to make us Rachamim. So basically... Here's a guy with a with a carbon pesach, which is a biggie, and so says you know, I can't do it because I shechted the parent in the morning, or vice versa, you know, where I shechted the child in the morning can't do the parent in the morning, can't be like Hitler, kill Osef Esbenovichad, right? It's a rachmim vart, That means that your mitzvahs, your mifalos, are to be meromimas, that we're the mitzvahs should have the effect of making us higher more moral, more compassionate, more sensitive, 
Ma'ora ridumenu, they should stir our slumbering conscience. Marif mermemenu, and sprinkle, you know, uh, like like a dew to to raise us higher. So uh, it's a very noble kind of idea. <clears throat> now, I want to talk about this on two fronts. First of all, is that really true? I said, you know, I'm going to take a look. I'll be honest with you. I didn't find. I look in the Rambam, and as I Googled, you know, because I don't remember from Shas. It's a very nice question, you know, what what it takes precedence. Maybe somebody's listening to this podcast. Maybe Stefanski, I don't know. Maybe they remember from Kutchum. There's such a Gemara. I, I don't remember such a thing. It's a very nice question, isn't it? What happens if the only animal you have open available to you for carbon Pesach is an Osa Vespino? So what do you do? Um, so here he says you don't do it. That uh, it takes precedence. And uh, I asked my friend, and, and I looked it up in Minchas Chinuch, because that's usually the place you'd look at, right? You know, Minchas Chinuch has all these crazy ukimtas. So I look up a Simon Hay about carbon Pesach, Shritas Karm Pesach, that should be where it's in. And you know, he's all the, you know, what if you're a Tumtum? What if you're on Druganus? What if you're a Chatsi What if you're a polka dotted uh, Levi with a, you know, uh, a bikini? I don't know, you know, the, he has all the Ukimtas. So you'd think he'd have Osiris Mino. I didn't see, and I looked at, you know, I have the nice Minchas you know, with the little things in the paragraph. I didn't see it. It surprised me. And um, I asked a friend of my Rabbi Mori, because he knows that he's in there. He, he said he found me some Birkit Yosef, but, but I'll tell you what I did know before I asked myself this question. And what I did know is, and this is for those who are interested more in the lumda, shall we say, than in the poetry, although the poetry is very good, uh, this piet that I just mentioned to you is famous from Tosvis in Megillah, a 25A. Uh, but of course, the average person... We sort of like, you know, just run through that toast because you're not familiar with the putim. And it's the famous Gemara that everybody, I'm sure, is aware of, many, many people are aware of, where it says, you know, uh, that, you know, the Mishnah says, don't say that Hashem is Rachmim. Correct? The Mishnah Megill, which says, which is Megill and in Brachas, Ha'omer yivarecha tuvim arizideh haminus al kan sipur yagirachamecha meshaskinoso. That when a person says, "Oh Lord, al kan sipurachamecha," that the reason you chase away the mother by the midst of shaluch hakain is because of a rachmim. So meshasko, you tell him to shut up, right? So um, Rashi says, "Kaloshan is a rachamecha magin al kan sipur kain chus rachamalino." So you say Khan Sipur is an example of Rachmim and you use that in a prayer. So that's wrong. And the Gemara says because it's not it's not uh, Rachmonis, it's Gzeris. I know you know that. It's very famous, correct? It's a, it's, it's a very famous Gemara. And uh, where is it over here? Khanam and Nesha Osimidosim shall Kadish Bokha Rachmim, Vain and El Gzeris. So don't try to make the Torah into something where you sort of are like Maimonides trying to figure out a Tami Amitzvah. It's not true. All right. Uh, Rashi says, So basically, they're there. It's like, you have to follow orders. Okay. You know, there are other Shittas on that. There are other Chazals that do talk about Rachman, but let, let it be. So, 
all I'm interested in the purpose of what I'm saying now is there's a famous Tosis from Rabbein Rabbeinu Rabbeinu you know, the son of the Ri, who says, Kosher Rabbeinu Rabbeinu Ding, ding. There we go, right? He says, you see, the Balitosa said that said the Piyutim, and they said on Yom Sheni, as he says in the Kedusha, Yom Kedusha means the thing you say before Nakdisha, you know, um, or in the Kadesh Shimcha Bolam if you're Ashkenaz. So the Kaliri, they know about it. And they say there's a famous piyot, okay, which uh, is on the second day of Pesach. That's what I'm talking about today's podcast. And it says over there, the words I just recited for you, Tzadku Osev Espano Lo Sishchatu Biyomechon, which which I just told you means that if you have an Osev Espano case, you do not use it for Garden Pesach. So let me get this straight. The guy offers zero carbon Pesach. If the only animal I have is a Osa Esmino, even though carbon Pesach is a biggie, it's a Mitzvah Seishish Makaris, it doesn't matter, and you don't offer carbon Pesach because Osa Esmino is Dochet. Right? Osa Esmino is Dochet. So, what do you call it? Um, so, Mashma, I'm reading Tosis. Mashma, Sharotzalomer, Shakarish Baruch, Chas Halosa Esmino. So it sounds like the Kaliri, who to the Balitosis, I think was a Tan or something like that. I, I think that's what they held. He wasn't, but I mean, yeah, that's what they held. So it sounds like he's going against the Gemara. Who ain't no Alexera? So let me put it this way. I just want to share with you for a second. Look how our Ashkenazic ancestors venerated these Piyutim. They were willing to ask a Kasha on the Gemara, on a Mephesha Gemara from a Piyut. Because they held the Kaleri like some, like a Tan or a Mora or whatever. It's just an ordinarily said like this. Heck with the Pute. We follow the Gemara. It's just poetry, religious poetry. Who cares? They didn't treat it. They gave it a greater gravity than that. And if you have a Beferisha, or what seems to be a Beferisha Pute, and it's connected to Gemara, it's a Kashintosis. Uh, I think that's just fascinating. You see, it gives you an idea, a little bit of an idea that most people don't have of the Hashivas. That people put in that 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 the balitosis uh, put in, in or our Ashkenazi ancestors in general put into these uh, piyutim. Now, as I said before, um, where does the Taka say that? I mean, I don't know Zvachim all by heart and all that. And, you know, it's, in, it's a parak of Chulin. I just looked very quickly now in Chulin, but he talks about Mukdashin and so forth. Don't talk about a Karm Pesach. Um, don't talk about Karm Pesach. So it was interesting. So I asked, as I say before, I Marwick. I said, you know, do you, can you find anything in a Gemara or whatever? And he sent me a Birka Yosef from the Chido in, uh, where is it? In Yerodea somewhere. In Simon Tezayin, Seif Cotton Base. There's a Birka Yosef who says as follows, Hatosis Megillah Reish Chafal Kosvu Kosho B'chana Mashi Yosef Kalir you know, in Alexander, he asked our, he, he, he quotes Artosis, Vishamati Mechamer Abonan, and the Chido says, I heard, Shapirish Mashakasa Tos, Reish Perkosis Mino, that there must be some Tosis in the beginning of Osis Mino, to have a Saka, Daitoch, Shim Tsarch Lepesa, Mainlo, El Osis Mino, Nishlomi Amo Vibino. I would have thought 
that if all you have is an osmanov, you do use it for Karm Pesach. The Osi Esa de Pesach, Bidochi Lavd Losase, because it's a case of Asa Dokolosase. Vizu Kamonasa Kaliri, Asher Yosad, Son La Pesach, Mishru, Mishachtu, Psadku, Osa Osmanov Yamachal Tishkotu. Meaning Klemer, Klemer, Hagam Shani Onochi Mitzav Lishko Karm Pesach, even though I, God, am telling you to do Karm Pesach. Keep that losase. Right? In other words, maintain that iser and don't offer an osav esmano for rachman purposes. For lo tizbru and don't say, hey, we should miss the pesach, hey, chadi yafshar, dochi lav You see? Um, and he says he saw Pierce like that somewhere. To me, that is the pashim shad. But look at this. The kahaliri is saying something long before Tosis came along, and I say, I am no big bucky in shots or anything like that, but it sounds to me like he's on to something that the Gemara doesn't say beferish, but he knew. And when I say he knew, you see, Bali Tosis hold what he's saying to be of great import. So, what he's saying is, how do you explain the fact that when you have something as important as Karm Pesach, which now we're in Arab Pesach, you all understand how important karm pesach is, uh, and nevertheless, you give a priority to ozes mano. Isn't that rachmim? And does not Hashem warn us by having that halacha? Because we're assuming now that that is the din. So if that is the din, then what is Hashem telling you? Uh, don't you be a behemoth. Have mercy, have pity, and conduct yourself in a bakavadik way. Means wake us up out of our slumber, which I think he means over here is that the slaves in Egypt were morally slumbering because you know slave is a savage life, and you eat what you can, and you know you act the way you have to act in order to survive. Like I say, I keep coming back to family history. My father, when he was in the camps, you stole whatever you could eat. You eat whatever you can take. You know, that's how life goes. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a dog-eat-dog world. But now, And that's who the B'nai Yisrael were. But now you're getting out of that. And now we start Karm Pesach. And that means, it's very beautiful, that Moshe Armena was saying from day one, because uh, that's what he's recalling in this period, day one, yes, you should definitely take the Karm Pesach. Yes, you should definitely... Uh, burn the gods of Egypt, as he puts it over there. Uh, but uh, don't be a behemoth. Uh, don't do an Osev Espino. You see, if you if, if for whatever reason you shechte the mother in the morning, don't shechte the, 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 the child or the other way around in the afternoon when you, when, when you do the Karm Pesach. Because part of becoming a free person is to develop a moral conscience and a moral sense. And... Um, that's part of what we said before. I did the other podcast. Etzem lo rubo, all these other things. Sliyesh. Act like B'nai Chorin. Act like B'nai Chorin means don't act like a, like, like a peg who's a, you know, a millionaire at a, at a Pesach hotel. Therefore, you can just order everybody around and break the dishes and things like that. That's not B'nai Chorin is. B'nai Chorin means classy, shtadi, uh dignified. You know what I'm saying? Dignified. Uh, that's what B'nai Chorin means. And uh, that was a lesson for the Jewish people to learn. And 
if when if what he's suggesting is true, then the very first historical example of this lay precisely in the teaching. Although I don't see it in 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 in, in the Chumash, am I forgetting anything? I, I, I don't think it's in Parshish Bo, uh, but apparently it was implied that, uh, you know, you take the Karm Pesach, Shor, Oseh, you know, you know, Seik Savim, Seizim, but but not Oseh V'Yesmino. So look at that. In one little piet, uh he packed in a belt, and uh, he provoked a whole controversy. I didn't take the trouble to chase down all the Mepharshim and Tosas, you know. You get, what, what's it called? The... Uh, What's that Chita book called? The the Masifta, you know? And you can see if they talk about that Tosis on Chafei Yom Alf. It's in the Gemara, you know. Those of you who finish the Daf, you know, many people familiar with Megillah, you know, in the in the uh, third parrot over there at the end, Chafei Yom Alf. And, uh, it's in, it, it, and you have this reference to our Piet that we're going to be reciting, those who do, on the second or third, on the second day of Yontem. So look how little Nakuda can provoke a whole, uh, not only controversy in Lumdus, which it does, but point to a uh, a very important moral lesson on the meaning of freedom. And this is the genius of Kaliri, that he can, in an acrostic poem, you know, touch on ten different points at the same time of the loftiest nature. Anyway, I just wanted to share that point in there. So even if you don't say it in your davening, uh, if, if if you want to have some fun, you look at this uh, this poem, and uh, you look at the toast I just said before, and maybe you can come up with something even that I didn't see. Uh, anyway, with that, I say to you, I want to thank Mishpacha Savansky as always, and uh, with that, I wish you as always a good week. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com.